guys. Uh, hello and welcome. Hello. We are now recording in the taco truck. Good to be Shots back. of Jameson, everybody. Hey. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So it's a little bit noisier Ooh. than nor normal now, but... Ooh. That has a kick. Yeah. That has a kick to it. So, uh, we're very fortunate to be joined today in the podcast by my good friend, Kelvin. Hi, I'm Kelvin, uh, founder of Street Kings, and right next to me is uh, Sophie. Hello, I'm Sophie, and I think I'm a bit of a guest to the F&B industry in Shanghai, and I have been a guest in the F&B industry for several years. Yeah, you're a familiar face in the... Yeah, the everyone yeah. kind of knows me, but yeah. I don't really know why. <laughs> uh, I'm Helena, I'm the uh, founder of um, Chinese... God, what am I? I'm the you're founder. awesome, that's what you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm the founder of Craft Gin, uh, Craft Chin, Chinese Craft Gin brand, Crimson Pangolin. And Gin Cha. And a new hard tea seltzer called Gin Cha. So, guys, today we're talking about a really interesting topic, which is esoteric bar terms. F&B terms that maybe not everybody knows, but we're thinking, how do we show everybody that's not a bartender or a waiter or a server or a manager what these terms are? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to throw out some terms for you. You guys just tell me what you think they are. Okay. Sure. Okay. The easiest one, I think, is... Hang on one second before you go ahead. Who here has worked in a bar or a pub and thinks they might do quite well at this? Okay. Who here has worked in a bar or a pub and thinks they might do quite well at, well at this? Like, I worked in a pub for maybe three months when I was about 18. I'm not counting that, so no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've, like, poured shots for people at a club when I was, like, 17, 18, but I'm not going to count that either. Yeah. I, I refused Calvin's, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he refused we, we, to serve me at, same, at the same club when I was 17. Uh, he literally told really? me. I'm very old now. Wow. Where was that? In Shanghai Muse. Oh. My dream was just in San Francisco. I was just kicking around, not <laughs> serving people <laughs> <all> here. <laughs> no, okay, so guys, uh, obviously I've been bartending for 20 years now. Uh, I know the industry. So I'm going to drop out some terms for you guys. You tell me what you think, and we see if we have some fun with it. Okay. Right. Okay, so first term being um, 86th. Has anyone been 86th mm. from a bar or a restaurant before? No, I have no idea. No, I don't know what that means. Yes. I mean, I, it's quite similar to 69. Yeah, 86. Wow, so is that one that's like when you run out of something? 86 is run out of something or you can be kicked out of it. Ah. Where did it come from? Though? Yeah, that's... Where did it come from? Well, so, originally Noah was on an ark. And I'm making everything up as I go. <laughs> okay. I have no idea where 86 came from. Okay. But that was my number, but my football jersey was 86 as well. I have no idea where 86 came from. Is this universal? Is I it... feel like it could be. Okay. I don't Were you know. born in 86? No, I was born in 1980. Okay. Well, wow, that'd be weird. That'd be an abortion. <laughs> 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 You're going to give... <laughs> wow. Okay. You just paid him the biggest compliment ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but he just admitted his age. So. Yeah, yeah, I, everybody knows I'm old. And, you know, I, I age like fine wine, guys. Um, okay, so behind the stick. Have you ever heard behind the stick before? Yes, I know what behind the stick means. What's behind the stick? It means you're, you're bartending, you're a guest bartender. Yeah. If you say, uh, like, Alice is behind the stick tonight, it means she's behind the bar making cocktails tonight. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And it means it's behind the twizzle stick. The, What's the, the twizzle stick? The, 
What's the realized that? Twizzle stick is like, it looks like a long tree. Uh, it, uh, sorry, long stem. It has three little branches on it. It's almost like a, actually, it is like a stick. And then you basically, you would ah. rub your hands together to make a twizzle stick. And so like a twizzle is a cocktail. And that's a way to, to make a cocktail. So, yeah. Or you use like a, one of the long spoons that you get behind the bar. Yeah. And, yeah, so yeah. I knew about this term, but for some reason I always thought it was because of the tap. Like, you know how the uh, handle the tap. has, yeah, like, yeah, wooden, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, handles Oh, that's fair enough, yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind yeah. of a stick. So did twizzle sticks used to be quite common bar apparatus? They still are. They still yeah. are. Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff, if you really think about it, like, bars are really old school in terms of you don't need electricity to have a bar. You have all your products... As long as there's light, you could make drinks. Yeah, that's true. Like, blended drinks, obviously, that's a different different connotation, yeah. but you could make any drink. For Alicia, she will say something really smart about this. She's not here. <laughs> for Helena, she'll know, like, you know, she can make her amazing gin and tonics or amazing anything with lack of electricity. So, uh, yeah. it's, like, it's all old we school, just like, ice. working with your yeah, hands. Yeah, 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 you just need ice. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. need ice or yeah. a good smile. I can imagine what ice tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'd ice to do cocktails, man. You've got to break up the alcohol a little bit somehow. Okay, so does everybody know what a uh, POS system is? Yes. What's I a think. POS? It's something you use to order. Is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're... It's not Jeopardy, you're okay. <laughs> it's a little machine. It's a little yeah, machine. Yeah, it's a machine you put yeah. the orders in, yeah. Okay, and then uh, how about, do you guys know what a, a till is or the cash till? Yeah, yeah. of course. Of That's course. universal. What would yeah. that be? It's where you ring up the bill. Where you put the money. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you guys know what a service bar is? No idea. Um, is it where... The bartender shouts service, and they put the the cocktail. I know. I'm thinking of like what going around to the restaurant. I was like, what bar in Shanghai does this? Service. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was totally thinking of a restaurant and then applying it to a bar. And then just yelling service the whole time. No, so service bar. There's two parts of the bar, right? So the there's the bartender that makes you a drink, the front facing bartender, mm. and then there's the bartender that makes you the drink in the back like if you're at a table you order gin and tonics it's not the front facing bartender all the time that makes you the drink it's a service bartender oh. he, he gets the ticket or she gets the ticket or they get the ticket and they make the drink for you and then they send it out it's sent out to your table so it's not the front facing person or persons but it's the people that do this on the side okay so that's a that's a service bartender. So guys listening at home, I'm on my phone looking at an old Shanghai article that I wrote, getting questions. <laughs> uh, oh, what's a barback? Do you guys know what a barback is? Yes. Yeah. You go. It's like the person who does all the small jobs behind the bar, right? The most important jobs behind the bar. Yes. Yeah, very very up. important, like yeah. washing up and. Oh, that's that's how you start. <laughs> like I started as a barback. I wasn't allowed to do anything until I cut limes the right way. I made sure all the beers were positioned the right way. Like, it's it's almost an apprenticeship if you do it the right way. Also, it's 20% of the tips. Ah. So, ah. It's, it's a very lucrative... Yeah. Bar get a split, but first it's always 20% of the tips for the barback. Barbacks yeah. work the hardest. It's like the IE of the bar. Fair enough. To put it in Chinese perspective. Mm. Okay, uh... 
what is a jigger? It's where it's the thing that you measure. You measure. Yeah. You measure. It's the measuring thing. The measuring thimble. Measuring thimble. Yeah. 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 Thimble. <laughs> yeah. It really yeah. looks like a thimble. Yeah. 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 So yeah. there's 45 ml. There's 60 ml. Or in American English, freedom. It's uh, <laughs> one, ounce, one ounce, an ounce and a half. And three quarters of an ounce and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think we stuff. do fractions in my country. Okay. <laughs> We're not a fraction people. We are very not a fraction people. Yeah, okay. you still use ounces. Not yeah. Joe Biden's I struggle with the ounce ones, even though it's like, it's, just, it's, it's realistically just so... the same thing, but it throws me off. It, like, yeah, when it, I look it throws at me it, off like, too. Like, I mean, the thing is, I'm from England. We, use, we do use imperial measurements, right. but like... It depends what we're measuring. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I would never go to the hairdresser and be like, cut five centimeters of my hair off. I'd be like, cut an inch of my hair off. Yeah. Yes. But okay, if I was, come on. It, yeah, but, like, it, you guys measuring stones and like, yeah, how but, much it, is yeah, yeah. To be fair, I don't do that. I, I, I left stones behind a long time ago. When we left like, England. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, inches and feet. I think. Yeah, inches and feet. And miles. Yeah, I still yeah. use miles. Yeah, I, I use inches and feet. You do like, use yeah. miles. Yeah, yeah we, we do. Oh, f you, Sarah. You were listening this podcast now I'm saying an <laughs> F you to you yeah we use miles we do use she miles she said we yeah. use kilometers no. I said no. No. no 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 but we use centigrade what's centigrade degrees oh. C degrees C Celsius oh Celsius so what yeah the weather same thing yeah. right even when I yeah. said it I was like that doesn't yeah. sound right yeah. <laughs> I've been out of England for too long differently. It's, yeah okay so right now it's a beautiful day. It is 23 centigrade. Yeah. 23 degrees centigrade. Exactly, degrees centigrade. Which is like 70 or 65. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. The thing is, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm very pro, like, imperial measurements, but, like, I have to admit it does make no sense. Yeah. Like, well, it, it does, it does make like no the, sense. The temperature like, of blood or something, right? Or No. Well, like, like, it just I'm makes sense to know that, like, water freezes at zero. Yeah. Like, yeah. that makes the most sense, right? Sand like, is 100. Like, yeah. Sexy water doesn't freeze at all. It's all vodka. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was a weird tangent, guys. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so what's a shaker? Oh, easy. It's where you put the cocktail and then you shake it. Okay, so there's three types of shakers. Mm-hmm. Big... No, there's large, there's medium, Boston. Big, large, and small. Nice. Yes. Boston is one. Boston's one. Yeah. I like it. There's and a Milano shaker. I just call the other one a European shaker, but I feel like it's not the right. That's, it's so. called Milano. So it's a screw top. Uh, it's a, so it's a three-part shaker. There's the metal base. There's the yeah, top. Yeah, and yeah, there's yeah, like yeah, a little yeah, sh- yeah. And there's a Shakira. A Shakira? Yeah. I feel like you're fucking with me now. No, so do I. It's uh, <laughs> Hips Don't Lie. Yeah, you're fucking. Yeah, it's in the article. Um, yeah. okay. Linked in the in the podcast. Yes, yeah. also linked the podcast. Okay. So the Milano, why does it? What's the point of it screwing? Off? Oh, because sometimes you know, um, you want to strain a cocktail, for example, like maybe a Cosmopolitan, best cocktail in the world. You want to strain it. You don't have those little ice bits, so you take off the top and you pour it over. So, okay. Mm. So I don't know who made it up, but it's a very cool way. Like as an American, I use a Boston shaker a lot. That's a glass and then a metal part. Yeah, or it can be two mm. bits of metal, right? Yeah, that's, yeah so yeah. that's a yeah. little bit different. Okay. I think that's I think that's what you're thinking for the European style. Right. But I'm more than happy to be wrong about okay, everything okay, I okay. always say. <laughs> I, I actually don't know either. Yeah, because I like, only saw them when I came to China. I never really 
everybody does a pint glass and a shaker glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, like the uh, the Milano shaker is actually not that common here. Like every bar has it, but they'll have like seven different Boston shakers, and then like they'll have one like European like, Milano shaker. Well, but, no, like, yeah. That brings me to something. Uh, when you travel and. The reason, guys, we have Sophia on the chat is she's all over China all the time. She's very, very knowledgeable about what goes on in our country that we enjoy. Yeah, I um, like to travel. What do you guys see when you travel? Are they Boston Shakers? Are they Milano Shakers? What's going on? What's, on, what's, what's the news on these streets? I don't know. I think maybe I'm thinking of the wrong travel places, but you're lucky to see a shaker at all. Okay, uh, so all the places you go to, you don't have any respect. <laughs> okay. I like where you're going to, because I want to go to those bars. <laughs> Do you go to beer bars mostly? Or? I mean, like, if it's hiking, if it's going somewhere adventurous, then it's not going to be a nice cocktail bar. Yeah. But even, in, like, in Sanya, I don't know. I, feel I think in Sanya it is mostly beer. It's, like, mostly just, just super simple cocktails. Unless you're at the addition or something. Yeah, you get then... beach cocktails. But yeah, no, I I don't know to be honest. I she has. I mean, for for me when I go, like one thing I do notice when I'm going around China is that people put a lot of effort into looking good when they shake. Like yeah, your yeah, shake style's very specific. Yeah, like they 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 really like the Japanese way of shaking, where you like move your elbows up around and like they kind of like roll it and stuff like that. Whereas in the UK or in the US, as long as you move the the ice from one end of the glass to the other. It yeah. doesn't matter if you look like a dickhead when you're doing it. You just, as long as you make a drink, it's okay. Well, but, I mean, like, here, it's... They're very into the kind of rolling, like, moving your elbows, stuff like that. But, like, you know, there there's a certain reason for some of the shakes. Yeah. We've covered this on the podcast before, but... Like, if you have a fruit juice for a cocktail, mm. you're going to do a longer shake. Oh, okay. If you have a more whiskey or alcohol-based cocktail, it's a mm. shorter shake. So it is part of that. It's like almost like cooking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you want to boil something or you want to simmer something. Right, right, right. There is a difference if you know what you're doing. Okay. Because you want to have the alcohol uh, distilled or um, watered down at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if I'm doing a Cosmopolitan, it's a longer shake. Right. And I'm throwing that ice back and forth. And the reason yeah. being is I want that cranberry juice to get frothy. Right. I want to get air bubbles Okay. In. Yeah, yeah. Versus, like, if I'm doing a uh, Vesper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm you stir not, that, right? If you're doing a I'm stirring it, or yeah, yeah. I could shake it. If you yeah, don't yeah. want to shake it, but you're not doing a long shake, so you don't want it to get just uh, like too much ice to to melt. Mm-hmm. So you're doing it the best way possible. Uh, but I do understand what you're saying. There is a like almost a handshake. Like a yeah, bartender yeah, yeah, yeah. is known for their shakes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like some yeah. people spin their shit. Some people like do backflips. Yeah, I, I don't go to the circus. Some people light the bar on fire. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't go to the circus. I don't want jugglers. I just want to have a drink, right? Yeah. So I get what you're saying, and it is a thing. I do feel like I've seen like the different types of shakers based on the bar. I, I could be completely wrong here, but like for most bars that like a restaurant that has a bar, they'll probably use like a Boston, but. I feel like I've seen some, like, fancy, like, higher-end cocktail bars where they do very distinct, like, Japanese-style shaking where it's, like, very intricate, and I'll see them use... Is it Milano? Is that what it's The, t- the tiny one. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like I see them using those more. I don't really know if there's any reason behind it, but that's just what I've noticed. But, yeah. 
No respect. I mean, it 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 is an interesting thing because you're seeing somebody. I think bartending is the most blue collar, white collar job you can have, because you have to hobnob with everybody. But you're still blue collar. Like you're still working with your hands. Mm-hmm. Nobody really thinks about it. We're still work. Like I'm a carpenter. Drinks, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm building your house of dreams. Would night. you say that a chef is also blue collar as well? Yeah, definitely. Really? But it's a blue yeah. collar, white collar job because we're hobnobbing. We have to be. You have to be able to talk to people. Able to yeah. talk to people, which is a different perspective than mm. like if you're just a painter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So okay, so we've covered a couple esoteric terms. And when I say esoteric, I mean it like Little Wayne would mean A-S-S-S. But now, Kelvin has been amazing today, and he brought us this thing called Dawn 808. Are we doing this? What are product It's placement? happening right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so going back to our Hangover episode, I actually came across this Hangover solution uh, in Koreatown. Um, it's a where natural is Korea town for people that what is Koreatown? Yeah. yeah, so it's a part of Shanghai where uh, originally it actually started out just like as a uh, community where a lot of expat Koreans ended up moving to. But then what happened was there was this like boom, a lot of Koreans started opening their own restaurants and their own stores, and this entire part of town hangover solution uh, called. 808 Dawn or Dawn 808. Um, Have you tried it? No, I haven't tried it. We can try it now. So what is Uh, it? What are we we getting into? Pure water, 87%, hazelnut, licorice root, gourd, and honey. Okay, that sounds like a pretty decent hangover cure. Should we try it? Yeah. Why not? So, since this podcast is actually pretty topical, what was everybody's costumes for Halloween while Kelvin Boris? I was a Viking. You were a Viking. I was Poison Ivy. Yep. Mm. I did talk shit to Poison Ivy. Yeah, I saw you you comment something underneath, but I didn't get it. I wasn't really mad at you. I don't know why I was just talking shit about Poison Ivy. (laughs) It just piqued my interest. I was DJ Marshmallow, which is a 2016 reference, which makes me uncool. (laughs) <laughs> I literally had a conversation, guys. Conversation? With the conversation. <laughs> yeah, conversation. Again, you just say a great conversation. <laughs> conversation. I had a conversation. You were Cheers. conversating. <laughs> are, we, are we shooting this or sipping it? I was going to sip it. Okay. It's hard to shot it. Oh, that tastes quite nice. That's not bad. Can't taste the it tastes so. like... Um, oh, that tastes like bonfire night to me. kind of tastes like That's Chinese really medicine. Really like good. A little bit, yeah. The honey is very forward. That's like, it's very tasty. I really want to try it, like, as an actual hangover solution. Mm. I, I want to yeah. try it with a mix of penguin gin. <laughs> that would, that would oh, there we go. That's like a mix, of, a mix of hair of the dog. Next ginger. Yeah. No, I think that's actually really tasty, right? It tastes a tiny bit like fennet. It's, yeah. A, a little, little bit. bit like fennet, but yeah. fennet tastes it's like... It's got that medicinal taste. Yeah. Though. But, I mean, this thing, this thing was 35 watt. Which that's quite a lot. Yeah, wow. yeah very expensive for this. But yeah. I was like, very yeah. Kelvin Bezos. Pouring money on. on Although, 35 quite if it actually. If it actually works. Exactly. That's, that's why <laughs> that's I bought bargain. it. Because I was like, that's a bold but, statement. I mean, we, we've already. This is this is ground we've treaded on before, but have you guys. What's your hangovers like now? Worse every time. <laughs> takes me, it takes me about a day and a half now. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, it, it depends. 
it kind of goes back and forth. Like, I think it depends on, like, how much, like, sugar I had in my drinks. Like, I feel like cocktails tend to get me more, and then, like, if I'm just drinking beer, like, I should be fine the next day. It de- definitely depends on yeah. the alcohol. Yeah. Red wine hangovers are the absolute worst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No doubt. But you guys, so, like, you guys are, like, I yell at people on WeChat. But when you're hungover? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's where the, the that's where the hammer falls. I get the fear. You yell at people on WeChat. All the is, time. Is that the treatment I got? For my no, costume? no, I didn't yell at you at all. I was just being friendly. I didn't know where okay. I was coming from. <laughs> my most recent hangover was. I've never the once day... even raised a voice in anger at you, Helena. No, no, you're, you're, you're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was the day after my birthday, and I came here to do a podcast, <gasps> and I walked into the taco. Sh- bus and I found a glass of Americano and a full glass of whiskey <laughs> and Logan walks in and goes don't touch the coffee that's mine <laughs> goes, take the Jameson care of the dog and it actually I mean yeah, it was helps, yeah, way it more efficient yeah. than my normal go to hair so. of the dog I think on like the first day of hangover but then if hair of the dog turns into full on drinking again and then you get to like day two well, that's why I miss my Duolingo. So. <laughs> I don't check in Duolingo. There's a reason. How's your streak? I, I can read Chinese now. Well, Han Yu Hung Hao. Ah. Very good. I need to keep what, 12 years? <laughs> <laughs> I did, actually. Uh, right. Okay, guys, I think we're, we're, we're covering a lot of ground. Yeah, is there any, yeah. Is there, is there any other any, any other esoteric terms? I feel like you had a few more. Uh, I did, but I... Hey, guys, what's everybody's favorite classic cocktail since we're talking about drinks? I think Helena was going to start. Um, because I like I, just the first thing that springs to mind is a lychee martini. Like you were saying, the uh, lychee, lychee martini. Oh, yeah, lychee. Lychee. You were telling me before, like the cool kids were drinking Hendrix. No, the cool kids. When I was when I was in my early twenties, it was it was rum and coke. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Rum and coke. It was Sailor Jerry's. Sailor Jerry's and coke. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it absolutely yeah. is. But so if, you, if you were hip and cool, and you, you start off with an vodka, tattoo, then you'd have a yeah. Then you'd have a Sailor Jerry's and coke. Really? Yeah. Vodka this is, like, is like in your teens. Or like <laughs> hipster, hipster as fuck, man. Like you, if you if you had one side of your hair shaved. Yeah. You, oh, you're if, definitely if, cool then. Yeah, and if you had a pinup girl on your on your on your bicep, then. Then yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, if you were like Amy Winehouse, then yeah, you. I mean, I wasn't any of those things, but yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it was vodka is like when you're a teenager in the UK, and then early twenties rum, and then after that, you kind of find your own direction. Really? But I feel like it follows the trends a lot, right? Like if I went back to the UK now, it wouldn't surprise me if like a lot of twenty-four-year-olds are into gin and tonics. Even though that wasn't really a thing when we were when we were when we were when we were of that age. That was like a parent yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> but, no, I feel like if we went back to the UK now, it would be like people in their early 20s would be drinking gin tonics because it's like a trend thing. Right? It is, and absolutely. Gins are, and gins yeah. are so much better now than they used to be. Was it Captain Morgan's? Did Captain you ever drink Morgan's. Captain Morgan's spiced rum? Yes, that was good. That was that was another one. Captain Morgan's and Coke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sailor Jerry's. But I feel like Sailor Jerry's was like a riff of... Captain Morgan. Like, yeah, I mean, even the bottles were similar, kind of. Yeah, kind of no, thing. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe when you were in college, it. Well, uh, Captain Morgan was huge in Tampa because Florida, like, and also Tampa has like a whole pirate thing going on. So, uh, yeah. there's yeah, there's like a lot of pirate themed stuff. It was like a pirate city at one point. Mm. Um, so a lot of people were into that, but 
I mean, I went to, like, a party college, so it was, like, people drank beer and jungle juice. It wasn't, like... It wasn't What's like, jungle juice? It's just, like, a mix of, like, any alcohol you can find. And oh, like, it's like a Long Island iced tea. Yeah, Wait a minute, you guys like didn't do gallon. jungle juice in college? No. no. But you guys don't do, like, house parties and stuff in the Oh, UK. we do. Yeah, like, of course we do. But, like... Oh. But we had Ring yeah. of Fire, and that's, like, a card game where you... Everyone, like, has to pour bits of their drink into but, a pint glass in the middle and then... Well, what I mean is, like, what I mean is, like, you guys, because, I guess, the um, drinking age is lower, you guys would also go out to bars and stuff, yeah. too. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah. when I, mean, I went college to college... bars, like, the most fun ever. Like, a college house party? Yeah. Where the but, cops uh, can't arrest you? It's right. the best. But for, for us, like, unless you were, like, 21 or you had a fake... The, a good fake at that, you would mostly only go to a house party and not mm. ever a bar. Yeah, so very that's very different. Segue. Did you guys have fake IDs? I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> like, obviously, hopefully not. No, um... No, you <laughs> I, I had a novelty ID that could have been misconstrued as being a fake ID when I was about 14. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I used to borrow friends' IDs. Like, if I had a blonde friend, I'd be like, I'll borrow your ID. But it really, like, it got much more strict from when I was, like, 14. And, that like, 14, 15 started going out for, like, the odd drink into town. And then my younger cousin, so this was maybe, like, five... I don't know, like, five years later, it was much more strict. And suddenly... Yeah, it used to be like quite normal. You'd go out with a fake ID and you'd go like and and go to a club, and then very very quickly, it, they changed. And I remember I actually borrowed someone's ID and lent it to my cousin. We went out, and then my cousin was terrible. She like obviously like it was very clear it wasn't her, and the bouncer took it and he was like, "We're gonna call the police. You're gonna be prosecuted for fraud." And then like obviously we like left. And then I was like, right, like, the person whose ID I borrowed is a driving license, so I was like, you're going to have to report it stolen because otherwise we're all going to be in trouble for fraud. <laughs> but this was like a change of maybe, uh, yeah, just a few years. It cha- Everything changed. I can tell you, I went, um, my younger brother, Kevin, that does all their music for the podcast, he was using my ID for maybe like four years. I was overseas and then I came back and Kevin was using everything. And I went to a strip club, and they're like, you're not Logan Browse. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I am. And they're like, that's not you. You're already inside. The bouncers no. already knew my brother as Logan. And I was like, oh, Kevin, you scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and he's like, and you have a bill. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not Logan Browse. Uh-huh. But no, my little brother used to use my ID everywhere. I had my fake ID we made ourselves. 1990, 2001, I was 21, so that's how old I am. So we could just carve it out and put a number on. But, like, fake IDs, I think that's a rite of passage. Yeah. Like, you, you grow up, especially in America, you grow mm-hmm. up and you have a fake ID. Well, but I, in the UK, I don't know. Like, you guys are obviously very different. Two English roses. Well, you don't really have ID. Like, the only ID we have is passport or driving license. Yeah. That's it. And it would be, yeah, like... Yeah we, we, yeah, we don't have, like, a, a national ID. But would yeah. you guys get, like, ID'd at all? Like, yeah, here, but again, it's, it's like completely said, changed yeah. since... Well, like, when I was 15, it was very easy to right. get into a bar. And then, like, a few years later, suddenly it was challenge 21, and then it was challenge 25, and challenge 30. I don't know what it is now. But if you look under a certain age, they're meant to... 
ask you and they're much more strict about it now yeah. mm. and now actually like the doorman they can scan your ID and they've got a computer and it brings up like the picture right. and yeah it's it's all changed now because here like no one ever asked me I, I, I okay I Logan was the only <laughs> person that ever challenged me in my entire uh, in my entire life here in Shanghai mm. but when I was in when I was in college um so in Florida they have this rule where if you're over 18 you can go into a bar but you just can't drink so they banned you it's it's kind of a dumb system but kids want to go into bars anyway uh, but my first that's so dangerous I know no. that is yeah. like just but my f- tempting people but my first few <laughs> months the girls and the guys there like let's say you're a grown up in a bar there's a girl there that's 18 and they're not allowed to well, drink I don't, I don't want to say this is every <laughs> single bar I'm just saying there were some bars that were willing to do this and obviously they weren't like great bars but um, my first few months in college I wasn't even 18 yet I was 17 uh, and there's not a lot of Asians in uh, Florida, or in Tampa, at least. I find that very surprising. And really? T- yeah, and in like, Tampa, yeah. they really weren't. They're, like, out of my school of, like, 7,000 people, there were maybe, like, 60. Oh. And they, uh, because I was an international student, they put me in a room with the only other guy in my school that was also from Hong Kong. But oh, we had, like, nothing really? in common, because I went to an international school, and he was, like from, like, a local Hong Kong school. Right. So we didn't really, like, vibe at all. But we went out together one night, and uh, I didn't... I wasn't 18 yet, so mm. he went in first with his ID, and then we, like, had a few friends gap between us, and he just handed the ID back. I literally used the exact hmm. same ID and, like, just got in. But eventually I got my own fake. Yeah. Wow. Right, it is right of passage. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Get your flowers down. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my friend and I started going out, and we would like we would be very well behaved because we couldn't afford to buy drinks. So we would literally like go into the club, and then we had a curfew of maybe ten thirty or eleven. We had to go home, and we wouldn't drink. But then we've been going out for a few years, and then it was my friend's eighteenth birthday, and we went to the same club that we'd been going to for maybe four years with her with like these eighteen balloons, and the bouncers recognize us because we've been going there for a long time and they were really not very happy to find out that it was her 18th birthday that's mm. tough yeah I, I mean 18 18 should be a drinking age I think that's a fair thing for everybody I just find it nuts that in the states you can like go off to Iraq and not yeah. drink you can have a gun before you can drink I think that's that's nuts yeah well, you can get married before you can drink yeah but even yeah. in the UK that. you can get married before you can drink 16? yeah I isn't mean, that only, isn't, that, isn't that only in Scotland though? Like, don't you have to no. take a picture after? Oh, <laughs> Gretna Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gretna Green. Gretna Green. Gretna Green. No, Scottish politics. No, in yeah. England you can get married with your parents' permission when you're 16. Ah. That's why so many rock stars marry children. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> 16 is very young. It's, it's yeah. super young. It's super super young. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. How okay. do we get that? Well, <laughs> well, guys, I think we got there. I, I don't know where <laughs> yeah, else there's a cover from this. Uh, we were talking about bartender terms, and it turned into 16-year-olds having uh, marital relationships. I just want to say shout-out to everybody that listens to us. Thank you very much. 
The taco truck is more than open. Uh, we're happy to sponsor everything that Crimson Penguin Jin Cha does. We love Street Kings. And do you have anything to sponsor, Sophie? I'm on Instagram. <laughs> she's our KOL, so we're going to be having a good time. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you for everybody being here. Uh, Chrissy Tegan did nothing behind us, and we're out. <laughs>